This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire What's the goal? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having an incredible week. Coming up on today's show, it's with great pleasure. I'm going to be having Noor Al-Harmoudi, one of the UAE's finest athletes representing the UAE national team at the Jiu-Jitsu World Championship. Now, as you may know, I'm a big supporter of the UAE Athletic Development Program and having been involved in women's UAE football for so long, I'm so excited to dive into the women's Jiu-Jitsu national team. All this and more on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves to fire that. What's the goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. And having this kind of platform is big. I'm so happy. But what I will say to you is. I've got a couple of shouts I need to do, and that's uh, Mr. Saleh bin Akil for sure. Uh, MJ, you've got Amda, you've got a lot of people here who are on the uh, on the mic talking to us here. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Um, and what I want to do say is a lot of stuff coming this week, and I'm super excited to be introducing my guest who's just walked into the studio. She's been here for a while, guys, so take it easy. And by the way, she's also really good at jiu-jitsu, so I would not mess with her either. Um, welcome to the show. What I want you to do for me, we're going to do this live, is if you can put the headset on. Yep, that's the one. And I want you to place those headphones on. Boom, can you hear me? Awesome, awesome. Okay, so guys, as I was saying, quick shout out to all my half timers out there Dodi from London, Flo from Nigeria, Khalo uh, Saleh from the UAE, of course, especially. And it is with great pleasure, as I said before the break, to introduce someone who is very, very talented and is someone that is in today's world representing her national team, which is huge in the world of jiu jitsu. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Noor Hamoudi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Omar. I'm humbled to be on here. It's awesome to have you here. Now, I'm going to let you chill a little bit. Yeah. Okay? Let's chill. Okay, I'm going to let you chill a little bit. And I'm going to ask you a couple of questions regarding your rise to stardom at the moment. Because that's what it is. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> and, you're, and, and you're very humble, which I love, by the way. Now, it's exciting time to be part of the Jiu-Jitsu national team. And you're one of the athletes flying the flag. How does it feel to be part of that? It feels surreal. Yeah. It feels very humbling. Mm-hmm. This is my first uh, sort of debut on yeah. the national team, so yeah. I'm pretty excited to, you know, uh, put the flag on my back and yeah. really represent the country um, in my hometown. Absolutely. And so, t- tell me what you're feeling: excited, anxious, uh, anticipating. What's going through your mind when you approach a tournament like this? So it's um, it's actually really different from my regular tournaments because I fight in my belt category, weight category. Right. So um, I fight girls that are my size, my belt, my sort of experience. Mm-hmm. But um, on the national team or national competitions, you only fight per weight category and obviously females. Yes. So I'm going to be facing against black belts, yeah. brown belts. 
so it's gonna be a little tough and yeah. I'm super super anxious and also very very excited of course of course and you'll be developing your own skill set while you're on the world stage absolutely yeah I love that okay and talk to you about preparation now how long have you been training to enter the world of jiu-jitsu as we, as we speak um, I've been training jiu-jitsu specifically for about four years now okay okay um, and if I can look back maybe these four years have been in preparation for this very moment um, it takes that much time and commitment and effort and dedication to really um, show up yeah. and uh, prove yourself yeah. for your country to be selected to yes. represent it at a stage like that of course yeah of course and, and that's huge and by the way four years is is not a short time either you're under you're underplaying that that you're undercooked it a little bit four years is a long time when you dedicate the time and the skill set and sometimes you know your friends want to do stuff but you're in that mindset oh my gosh right you have no idea well see what i'm saying you know that's that's a big thing and what is it about jiu-jitsu that drew you to the sport I didn't start off with jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. I did MMA for a while, actually. Okay. Um, I did MMA at the start of 2016 mm -hmm. and then slowly wanted to compete in grappling. I thought that my best um, aspect in MMA was grappling. I had a good ground game yeah. and I wanted to do that better and develop it and wanted to com compete in it. Um, and then I s just slowly kind of transitioned into um, the jiu-jitsu world. And uh, it's been you know I had to sacrifice a lot of my time yeah. I had to say no to a lot of events right. and you know hangouts and weddings god forbid yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. uh, eight festivities landed, lasted a day right. so that I can get on training on the right. next uh, days so it's been a long journey but it's been a very humbling one and I think the one thing that really drew me in is the discipline it takes mm -hmm. to show up every single day even though you are getting smashed yeah. on the mat oh yeah especially starting off oh yeah you don't you feel like you don't know anything that's happening yeah um and you're just kind of surviving yeah you're, it's, you're just on survivor mode this whole time right um so to leave the mat and then come back the next day with the lot. positivity yes. with like oh my god guys yeah. I'm back in you know <laughs> yeah. don't do this yeah, yeah. You know? so it takes a lot of discipline to just well, kind of see, stay on track I, I want to dive into that a bit more um, in terms of the discipline and I want to dive into see so you come in you're humbled you've been doing this for four years right but talk to me about the earlier stages so the first let's say the first month the first two months and you've done the transition and you've got your yourself you know focused on what you need to do what is it that drives you to come back in and say you know what i'm going to do much better than i did yesterday and i'm going to get that skill set on yeah um so i've always been athletic mm -hmm. um most of my self-validation comes from sports and achievements right. in sports um so i kind of build up to this sport which is jiu-jitsu i've done so much so many other things um until I found my true passion, yeah. I guess. Say it my loud, calling. say it loud. Sister. My calling? Yes. <laughs> Round of applause just for you right there. Your calling, I like it. Okay, okay. Um, so first few months uh, were tough, especially that as soon as I started jiu-jitsu mm -hmm. back yeah. here in Dubai, I had to leave. Right. Uh, I was doing my master's in Boston, so okay. I had to up and leave. I cried so much wow. leaving the gym because in just a couple of months, I kind of made you them be my family. Of course. Yeah, they of were my course. family. Yeah. Um, so when I did go to Boston, I had to develop that all over again and build that community again for myself. And now the Boston family had become 
my jiu-jitsu family yeah. and I competed. That's when I first competed. I competed in the States wow, and I was nice. four months into jiu-jitsu. Okay. And Emma, I completely blacked out. I don't really? remember anything oh, from wowzes. what happened. Wowzes. Well, guys, text us on 4215. It's a slot or do or slide into our DMs at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio. I'm sure you got plenty of questions for this superstar here. And let us know if you're going to be down at the Jiu-Jitsu World Championship next month. Come down and support the fantastic news. She will be representing. Us. <laughs> I like that. And she said it in such a light way as well. Coming up next, we talk to Noor more about the World Championship and what it means to take part in such an incredible competition only on the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. 95. It's a Sharjah story. Oh, he loves the fire that it This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. It sure is that time And welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local And today I have a wicked guest as we say in London A great guest as we say here Noor Al-Hanmoudi, welcome to the show Thank you so much Omar Now we made it, we were talking off air a little bit And we were, get, we were getting to know each other a little bit Seeing that we, uh, we had a, a bumpy intro Yeah But we're, we're <laughs> here now we're yep. here now and I'm glad you are here now and now guys if you are tuning in and want to catch up on all our shows you can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcast or SoundCloud which gets converted music and commercial free all you have to do is uh, is jump on the platforms and catch up and we are there on the waves we cover all sorts of incredible topics such as mental health gut foods that affect your emotional and physical health and even development in sport locally and internationally and on locally and internationally this lady right here is representing the UAE in the championship next month. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And that's correct. Okay. Now, if you're just tuning in, guys, I'm delighted to welcome Noura Hamoudi. She's representing the UAE national team in the world championship in jiu-jitsu. Now, Noura, we were talking before um, before the break about, you know, the mindset and preparation. But what sort of things do you do for your training? So I train about three to four hours a day, mm -hmm. almost daily, except for Fridays, um, sometimes Fridays included. Mm -hmm. um, I train under Team Nogueira Dubai here in Ogos nice. in Dubai. And so the training itself is like segmented. You got the warm up, you got the drills, you got the technique, and then you got free sparring right. for the rest of the sh the rest of the um, time. Mm -hmm. And then you, if you're lucky, you get about five to six spars. Right. Because there's a lot of people on there, um, and you really want to make them quality spars. So mm -hmm. you want to train with people that are about your size, um, about your belt level or better. Right. Um, so that you can really see how you can fix your gaps, mm -hmm. maybe uh, optimize on your strengths. So so all of this will be factoring in in the competitions, right. especially in the world championship here in Abu Dhabi. This is, this is going to be crucial to train with higher belts like brown and black belts Absolutely. so that they will be able to kind of really give you insight mm -hmm. on the little tips and tricks that you can do to make things better because you can't see that. Of course. They're like five steps ahead, yeah. seven steps ahead. You're barely like one step ahead as a blue belt. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know? And yeah. the attention to detail is what I look into that. And when I when I see that, by the way, do you know Anas? Anas from Team Nogueira. Oh yeah, and yeah. Anas. Yes. Yeah. I love that guy. Wicked guy. Actually, my old boxing coach. Um, amazing. amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I love he's, that guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's awesome. Um, the articulation of detail when it comes to uh, sparring or 
competing or even training with someone a couple of levels higher then adds to your game which then especially in the skill of jiu-jitsu where you can then recite that and then when you're put in that position or situation you can rectify it yeah so uh they call jiu-jitsu the mental chess game Mm. right because you're the smarter person if you're already three steps ahead and you already know what you're gonna do you're either gonna submit or sweep or pass or do whatever yeah um but it doesn't take just one time of rectifying a mistake Absolutely. it's gonna take you to drill it's gonna take a lot of muscle memory yeah and it's gonna you're gonna have to do it like a thousand times a day yeah. for a whole month to remember it in times of need in a competition because when you're training you're chill you're yeah. cool you're training you're fine you know you're you you got all your senses in you're not anxious mm. this is your family this is your home um, but when you're in competition in, especially like competition mats and you're and you're not in your hometown right you've traveled across country or cross continent yeah. um, there are all these emotions that you don't factor in when you're just sparring and drilling and in in the gym mm. so it's going to take that much more effort to remember yeah. a move when you're under that kind of pressure competing representing your club your country you know yourself yeah your absolutely coach. absolutely um so it takes a lot of like mental discipline as well as physical discipline. yeah well a couple of things i like there muscle memory repetition and then pressure how do you you see, you said you said the amount of repetition over and over again is to set you up to be in the situation to recover or even counter yeah. the position that you're in in jujitsu. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you mentally put yourself under that pressure to compete in training to match it with performance? So we do every once in a while, at least once a week, we have competition training. Yes. So they're back to back drilling, back to back sparring. Mm. You don't get to like rest up in between or drink water or whatever. You don't get to chill. Um, But aside of that, it's a lot more mental than it is physical. You know, you could get all of the physical down. You could be training five hours, three times a day, you know, for like every single day leading to a competition but Mm -hmm. if you're not mentally there you're not there right you know if you're not in tune you know mind body you're not there you're Mm. you're not really focused you can't pay attention to what you're going to do in order to pay attention to what she's going to do as a reaction yeah um so it's a lot of mental preparation and i have found ironically um ronda rousey's book my fight, your fight. Yes. Uh, she has a judo background. Yes. She's transitioned to MMA. Yes. And there is a line in that book that resonates with me to this day, which is, "You have to fight." This is the halftime show with Omar Aduri. Whoops. There we go. We're back on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Something about Ronda Rousey. <laughs> That's right. Well, actually, it's funny you say that because my wife loves that book and yeah. speaks about it all the time. Oh what is gosh. it about that book for you that, it is, that stands out? It's everything from the mental capacity yeah. of training for a fight or mm-hmm. preparation. And it it's not because I'm not the fight is five minutes. The fight is six minutes. But that could be the longest five minutes of your life. Yeah, but yeah. then what happens? What what goes on before mm. entering the mat for the next five minutes? Yeah. All of these months in preparation, cutting weight, you know, um, revising all your mistakes, mm. seeing where you went wrong, how to fix them, how to... And then fixing your mistakes and finding more mistakes and more gaps somewhere else. Yeah. It's draining. 
and well, it takes a, it, uh, no, sorry it takes a certain type of character and I know you suit that character so don't underplay it for me I mean, <laughs> we, need to, we, need to, we need to give you props here Noor come on now that, that type of character to be able to again we always hear people say leave your ego at the door step forward but also being humbled and then coming back the next day that kind of mindset doesn't happen every day no it doesn't okay it so I give you that credit I thought I'd just throw it that in there so I thought I'd just throw it in there what does a normal day talking about normal what does a normal day look like for you so in case anyone's listening and yeah. nobody knows I'm a civil servant by day mm-hmm. and a jujitsu athlete by night so I have a I have to work <laughs> You're going to keep getting that the more you keep talking. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> Tell me. So I get to work from 8 a.m. to whenever the job is done. Mm-hmm. And then about 7 p.m., training starts. Okay. Onwards okay. to the rest of the night. I barely see anyone. I'm married. I barely see my husband. I try to see him like right. during the week, maybe yeah. the weekends. Shout out to Ahmed. Shout out to um, Ahmed. Yeah, 100%. But other than, other than that, there's really not much time to do anything else. It's just work, train, sleep, repeat. Um, and then you train till your body is exhausted and you take all your vitamins, yeah. take all the things that you need and all the supplements and you put on the face again uh-huh. tomorrow yeah. and you keep doing it. <laughs> you know, you keep doing it. Right on cue. Text us on 4215. It's a lot or do or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio. Coming up next, we talk more about the nutritional side, the mindset and our coaches and what's her plans for 2020. Only on the place to be at three, the halftime show with me at Pulse95. Talk about radio. Talk about radio. It's Pulse95. This is the halftime show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It is sure that time, and I'm delighted to introduce Noor, who has been filling me in in the break. Guys, if you guys are tuning on Instagram Live, you've been spoiled because we've been answering your questions on uh, on, on the Instagram Live at omaalduri or pulse95radio.com. And one of the questions, actually, that I really like, Noor, from Qasim in the UK, he asked you what was the top three mixed martial arts. In my very, very humble opinion, yeah. judo wrestling and jiu-jitsu not necessarily in that order and if i was to even go deeper and ask you to do it in an order would you be able to give me an answer jiu-jitsu judo wrestling nice okay yeah. <laughs> okay i'll take that now um one of the things we alluded to in, in segment one and segment two actually was mindset and discipline and a lot of the things that that you personally have as a as a personality as a human before you become an athlete right that's how i always feel but um but you have plans and you want to go and you want to make an influence and make a difference, you know, and be a real ambassador to the sport. What, what do you have in mind? So when I got into the sport four years ago, my very, very first goal for myself was to become the first Emirati black belt in jiu-jitsu because mm-hmm. we don't have one. Yep. And then that kind of developed into being the first Emirati black belt world champion, IBJJF. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I f- really felt as I delved more and more into the sport that this sport is so much bigger than just us. Yes. You know, it, it, it has taught us so much that it's almost silly to just 
make it a goal for yourself mm -hmm. to kind of end your career at a title, at yeah. obtaining a title. So when I really thought about what I wanted to do with the sport, I wanted to spread what it has done to me onto the community around me. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to establish Qadra Academy, yes. essentially, yes. Um, which is targeted towards underprivileged youth living in substandard environments. I love that. Orphans, okay. juvenile detentions, um, development facilities. I really wanted to introduce jiu-jitsu in their lives and kind of give them purpose mm -hmm. and give them a reason to live, yeah. a reason to love, a, a reason to aspire to be better, to become better, to have some sort of ambition. I told you. <laughs> I told you. You're talking like a president now. You're not I'm even talking like actually, an ambassador. I'm actually getting really emotional talking about this. This has been in the works for the last three years or so. Yeah. Um, and everything is done. Everything is down. I'm just waiting for... Um, or building up to some kind of capital to start it because uh, we need a physical space to yeah. do that. Um, and wh where did you get ins like inspired to, to, to make this kind of change? Like, was it you said earlier you went to the US? Was that the US? Was it here? Was it a bit of both? What gave you that kind of tunnel vision? Oh my, you're smart. You're smart. So it was the US. Okay. Um, when I saw how the kids in the US were training in my facility or like the gym's facility that I was training at. Yeah. Um, we're coming in every day wearing one gi, washing it every single day. Um, and then to be able to earn their time on the mat because they can't pay for their memberships, they used to do chores. They used to sweep the mats. They used to stay. Um, they used to come beforehand and then stay afterhand to kind of look out for the space, work the cashier, work the numbers, you know, taking the memberships, um, sorting all of these admin, admin work done. And I thought, this is so beautiful. This kid yeah. is going to, you know, in a few years, write all of this in his CV or her CV that she worked at a gym facility. She has the experience. Yeah. She's not just some girl from the streets mm. or her environment doesn't define her, mm. you know, and I wanted to bring that home because that is, they are, there are so many untold stories Absolutely. and kind of like hush-hushed and I don't want to shed light on it. Mm. I just want to delve into that and say, I want to help you. Mm. I want to share what I have with you and what has done to me to be able to do for you and more. Yeah. Um, we're so privileged, Amar, oh. to be sitting here, to be paying memberships that are so expensive um, yeah. and be, be having like steady incomes every month to mm. kind of do what we want to do, to be boxing, to be practicing jiu-jitsu, to be doing whatever we want. Yeah. Um, there are so many that can't do that yeah. and want to. I don't know how. I don't even think that they have the capability or have what it takes in them to pursue anything. Mm. And if jiu-jitsu is not for them, it's okay. They can pursue whatever they want. But at least I want jiu-jitsu to be some kind of stepping stone into really believing in themselves and really thinking that there is potential, so much yeah. potential within themselves that they can just reach for the stars where whatever these stars may be. Absolutely. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless, Ooh. to be honest. Yeah, I know you said it, sister. And I'll tell you one thing. You know, um, we are, we are, um, we sometimes do take things for granted, even if we are humble, even if we are grounded. 
just being here, we're, we're so privileged to have so many different opportunities. And the reason why I can relate to that is because when I, when I was uh, working in Africa, when I went to Senegal and the manager, the head manager would say to us, you know, oh, okay, now I want you to go and train the players. There was barely any facilities. Yeah. So one thing is hard work and ethic cannot be substituted for anything else. Nope. And when you see that ingredient, you want to do more for them. And that's why I think, honestly, I honestly believe, and the halftimers here will definitely agree with me. I honestly believe that you will achieve what you, because you're so passionate about it. And, and that's something that, you know, on the Instagram live, obviously they can see on the uh, Pulse95radio.com. They can see in their cars, they can hear it. Everyone can hear the passion and it's genuine. And I, I really genuinely wish you all the best. We're already fans of you here before we met you, <laughs> but you've kind of grown in our eyes just in a short space of time. Thank you so much. Uh, coming up next, we answer your questions. Find out more about Noor and how we can support her at the World Championship on the only place to be at three, the halftime show with me, Omar Duri on Pulse95. This is Pulse 95. It's a Sharjah story. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Let's get ready to rumble! Wow. What a show it's been so far. Uh, it's such an honor to have Noor and Harmoudi in the studio with me today. Uh, you know, time's, time's flown, you know. We're on the fourth segment already. It's Exciting. almost it's almost full time on the halftime show. Exciting. We've had as much fun off air as we have on air. Absolutely. We've had quite a few questions coming in as well. And um, and one of the things actually, you know, I, I wanted to, to talk to you about before, before actually I forget is... Now, talent like you doesn't come around all the time. And what I liked about your story is you're very humble and you're still learning. And of course, we're all still learning. But sometimes people tend to believe the hype when they get to the levels you're getting at. And this is something that I, I picked up from you just having spoken to you is that you're very level-headed. Um, do you get that from family? Do you get that from friends? Do you get that from where you got brought up? What, what is it that keeps you grounded? I had a... Uh military upbringing okay my dad is an ex-colonel of nice. the armed forces Mashallah. Mashallah. and uh, he's been away most of our lives so um from the very beginning and i am the eldest of my siblings so from the very beginning early on in my life i had to be or forced into being level-headed so that i can get by in life mm -hmm. um and if i'm too much in my head mm -hmm. and if i hype myself too much um, I lose touch with what's happening around me. I lose touch with what my surroundings. Okay. Um, sports has helped me so much with my mental health. Um, so it has grounded me in its own. Yeah. Um, sport has done that for me and I need to stay grounded. If I'm not, you know, um, it does it does me no well. Yeah. Um, and we really believe in and implement the no ego on the mat absolutely um, notion and I, and I like that and that's a true marks of a, a coach may I, may I say that by the way because you were talking about that off air as well we were saying that <laughs> in terms of uh, mashallah how young you are and how level headed you are um, you'll be coaching you know a lot of people in the future inshallah. and you'll be giving them the lessons that you've been taught and more inshallah you see that's what I'm saying Inshallah. No, Inshallah. Yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Um, Noor, where can the half timers follow you? 
They can follow my jiu-jitsu journey on mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. at Naoriko. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they can just search my name, Noel Harmudi. Yeah. Um, and I am so real on my Instagram. Yeah. Like, no BS. Raw. Um, I post about my losses just as much as I post about my wins. And I talk about everything, everything that I feel and I've been through and go through and the kind of training that I've had. Mm-hmm. And if I've had some kind of, like, rock bottom like experience. rock bottom experience mm-hmm. or especially if it had to do with my mental health. Yeah. So, I like to keep it real. Mm. Let's keep it real together. That's right. And that's why I actually, you know, we didn't actually say this off air, but I actually want to bring you back. Ooh. I think this is, this is, this is flown by. I think um, the championship is next month. Uh, yes, it's about a month from today. Right. And uh, what, what are the dates for that? It starts on the 15th mm-hmm. and then ends at the end of November. Mm-hmm. However, my category is up on the 20th of November. Amazing. Amazing. And honestly, I, I will want to hear all about that. Um, you've been an incredible guest. It has reached full time on the, <laughs> on the halftime <laughs> show. What is this, Mario? Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you, do you ever play Super Mario Brothers? Of course. Mario or Luigi? Uh, Luigi. Really? Always. See, that's a topic we're going to be talking about soon. <laughs> um, guys, remember you can catch us uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, three to four. Time has flown by uh, with this incredible athlete in the studio. And I can't wait to have her in again to share her experiences with us because, honestly, I think we're, we've got we've got um, a fan favorite here. And I don't normally say that. So um, we want to keep track of her, remember how to follow her. And remember, you can catch all our episodes on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud on the Halftime Show with Omar. Dury, uh, commercial and music free and we can be on the waves together and coming up next Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be uh, taking over the, the waves and stay tuned for more on Heart of Sharjah on Pulse 95 thank you Noor yes, thank you Amar this is Pulse 95 tune in live every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm 